bunch of brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my co-host, my brother, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on? I didn't know we went live. Yeah, I, I told you we were going live. Did you, did, you miss, did you miss the cue when I said we're going yeah. live? Yeah, I, said, I missed it. I said, here we go. <laughs> here we go. It. I don't, even, I don't even have the channel open. On on today's episode, we have lots and lots of different uh, topics here. Uh, on today's show, we're going to be talking about... Hold on, I got to get it back up. I got to get it back up. So we're going to talk about Sea Thieves. Uh, they have a, uh, a new plunder pass out. We're going to be talking about the, also the, text, the toxicity, Sarge. The toxicity in gaming, and, they, and they, they're coming to the rescue of it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about Activision and the Workforce Diversity Initiative that, that EA, or I'm sorry, yeah, EA and Activision are going through. We're going to explain the GameStop situation because there's a lot of people that don't understand all the stuff that's going on, right? I, I didn't know either for a couple days. And now I, I actually know. Sarge is going to explain to us a little bit, and then I'll read the, I'll read the article uh, and stuff. Uh, Tomb Raider will unify and reboot the trilogy and the original game together so they're making another they're making another piece uh so they're doing that uh Capcom reports record profits we're going to talk about that uh we're going to talk about the Marvel Avengers we're going to talk about Marvel Avengers they announced the new DLC okay and I have a new thought process Sarge and I'm going to I'm going to tell that to you all today what I think's happening with Marvel Avengers all right uh, Rocket League, if we have time, we'll talk about Rocket League announces the Super Bowl event. Um, rumored Microsoft might be making another Bethesda acquisition type style of acquisition, a big company. Uh, G4, confirmed, is coming back with Attack of the Show. We have Anthem 2.0 development seems concerning. Now it seems concerning. Two years after, really? it seems it no. seems concerning, right? Um we have Discord banning a whole server. Not because of what you think, though. So we'll talk about that. Um, what else we got? Uh, Tencent buys another company. We have something fun to show you. We have 50 people. Took three years to rebuild basically all of Lord of the Rings out of Lego. And we're going to show you that as well. Uh, Xbox Game Pass. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about a patent that EA... Uh, put into play we talked about it yesterday on my on my solo stream and we're going to talk about it a little bit more over here uh, and much more we rant along the way so welcome welcome to generation x gaming uh, again you can watch us live every single thursday 8 p.m eastern right here on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming if you want to watch us after the fact you can watch the past broadcast uh I still haven't uploaded the audio formats but they will be up on audio formats on itunes google play spotify and anchor.fm but until then this is the only place you can watch it right now. Um, and then after the show, we go do a live stream after this, and I play some games on the same channel. So uh, 
What have you been playing, Sarge? I, what have you been doing? Well, you, you know what I've been playing, so I don't know why you guys always try to put me in a corner, try to ask me, like, what I've been playing. I mean, like, uh, it's because yeah, we're, okay, so, we're doing a podcast, and the people no, that no. are watching don't know what you've been playing. Well, well my, my problem is is that I'm over, I'm over my blind addiction to just having to play a game. So I've been doing other things, but at the same time, Destiny did the raid last night with a with a group of people, which was fun. Uh, I've been playing uh, Outer Worlds still. I haven't finished it yet. I still play Outer Worlds, but I have to be in the mood to play it. Uh, I really, I've been I've been online on Best Buy, Target, Walmart, and uh, what else? A GameStop looking for an Xbox. I go every Tuesday and Wednesday. Those are like the best days to go. Five thirty in the morning, bros. When you want to get on. Set an alarm for yourself. You're probably up at it anyway. Why would that be the best time? Did you get one? No, because what happens is... <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I know, no, what happens like, is... Tuesdays and Wednesdays is the best time. You, you got to get up 5 a.m. Did you get one? Yeah, no. No, I'm good. Not yet. I'm no. good. I'll, I don't need to get up that early I'm, to not get I'm one. Telling you, I'm telling you why. All right? The information when the trucks come in is early morning. They know what's coming in. They put the... They, the stock is updated in the morning. And that's when they update the systems. And then you know if it's there. If it's there, you can actually click on it. Okay, whatever, man. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, buy from eBay. Yeah, Duplis. Buy it's from a, eBay. That's right. Yeah. Buy from eBay. Yeah. Who's using eBay? Is eBay still even a thing? Like, who uses eBay? <laughs> so what else have you been playing? Anything else? That's it? Uh, I'm waiting for Xbox. I want to play the mods on on Fallout. I want to play oh. the, the the player mods on Fallout. Is what I'm waiting for now. That that's <laughs> that's because everything else that's come out is total and utter garbage. Yeah, because it's because it's not done. Yeah, that well, that well, we can go into it. We can go into it. Uh, I've been playing a couple different things. I played. Uh, I, I feel free. There's once a year it comes around. Around January, between January and May, I, I stopped playing Destiny. It's the most freeing time of the of, of my life because I just stopped playing Destiny. I'm like, oh wait, what can I do now? Oh, I can do anything I want because right. there's other games the, out there. Right, you hear the little do 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 right. It's a brand new. Yeah. It's a brand new year. Right. I I started playing uh, Truck Driver again on on Xbox. Completed a couple missions on there. I'm like, oh, they updated it couple things working good i'm like yeah this is a fun game uh i started playing sea of thieves again having a blast playing sea of thieves there's a new update for sea of thieves uh i'm playing was there, was there an update tonight was there an update yeah, today an update today yeah um okay. I, i've been playing um torchlight 3 great game great game it's on game pass not not sponsored by Game Pass, but hit, hit us up, Microsoft. Will we got you? All right, we, we're not we're not sponsored by Game Pass, but I play a lot of Game Pass games, and Torchlight Three is on there. It's a wonderful game. It's a wonderful uh, you know dungeon crawler type game. It's like uh, Diablo style esque game or Minecraft dungeon stuff. It's a fun game. Um, what else am I playing? I started playing. I, I play Fortnite a little bit. Fortnite, but the PVE the save the world edition they have a new event going on so i've been playing that a little bit uh what else there was one more game i'm playing and i can't think of it i'm, I'm dabbling in dauntless a little bit but I'm, I'm, I'm playing all these games oh i'm playing marvels obviously and we'll talk about marvels in a second um you know what fuck it we'll, we'll talk about marvels right now okay it's a good segue okay so 
I love Marvels. I've been playing Marvels since September 1st when it came out. I've actually been playing it since last August when it was a beta every weekend for four weeks or three weeks before. And uh, so I I'm liking Marvels. Here, 808. I got I to gotta keep track of what we're doing so I can do a breakdown in the, in the, in the podcast. Um, so... I as I thought the the I thought that Clint was going to be coming out on February 9th, meaning launch on February 9th. I thought they were going to come out with something this week and tell us, "Hey, you know, deep dive, blah blah blah." And they did come out with something today, and they, and what they came out with is they came out with a uh, deep dive into into Clint, okay, into Hawkeye, but not until February 16th. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, why? Like, what, what is happening here? Right. So, and I know this is totally on me. They never said dates or anything like that. But after I got, after I saw this post, I, I logged off. I sat there, I was walking to my dog and I started thinking in my brain. I was like, that's what you do. You think in your brain, right? Not out your ass, like some of these developers do. Okay. And, Last summer, let me let me take you back to a time in the game when I said before we knew anything about Marvel's Avengers, right? Before we knew anything about Marvel's Avengers, they showed us those four dots, right? They said the Avengers Initiative, and people speculated. I'm one of them. I said, "Oh man, would be really cool." I said if it was one a month until the end of the year, which didn't happen. I also that's said very, that's that's very ambitious. I know. I also said it could be just throughout the the full year, and I thought back to that moment. And I went, holy shit, it is. It's going to be four characters throughout the year. That's it. Okay. There's something that's going on in the background. Even though they said Kate and Clint are season one. Okay. We're six months into the game right now. September, October, November, December, January, February. Okay. When they announce him on the deep dive on February 16th, I don't think he's coming out that week. Okay. I think he's coming out in March which would be seven months, okay, seven months, three months away from Kate, okay, three months away from Kate. So now I'm thinking, what if it's every three months? So that means if he comes out in March, which would be March 9th at, in my speculation now, okay, which is the first week of March, which is three weeks after they did the deep dive, which they did with Kate, and this is where I'm getting my, my basis on. They did the deep dive with Kate, Three weeks after that is when she launched on December 8th. So now I'm thinking deep dive with, with Clint on February 16th. He comes out on March 9th. And now we go March to April, April to May, May to June. Okay. Then it's another character, which is the third character that'll be out. Okay. And then June to July, July to August, August to September. That's one year. From when the game came out, and that would be the fourth character, okay? I think this is what it's happening. I think we're not getting all these characters that are data-mined right now. I think the 15 characters that are data-mined, I truly believe now that that's the three-year plan. I think there's going to be four people per year for the next three years, right? For this year, next year, and 2023. So 2021... 2022 up to 2023 i believe all the characters that are data mine are all going to be in the game but there's only going to be four characters each year that's it that's it 
And I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, okay, if that's it, that's fine. I, I, I'm enjoying the game, but I'm just tired of going. Oh, don't wait. give them, give them time, give them time. They're gonna do it. We're still waiting for the cloning labs, that, that said was gonna come shortly after the release of the game. Then they said cloning labs is coming shortly after Kate, and now they said it's coming out before Clint. Well, Clint comes out. The announcement comes out February 16th for the deep dive. So let's just say it is March 9th. That means they have until March to give us this cloning labs that was in the game two weeks after it came out, and then they took it out because of, of the matchmaking problems, right? What do you think, Sarge? Do you think I'm crazy now? Do you think that the four characters is it? That's the plan? That was the plan the entire time? Or do they had to call an audible and because of the problems, and now that's the four characters that we're getting? Again, speculations galore here, okay? But this is the way I think they're going. I think I don't think we're gonna be getting five, six eight characters by by the year we're we're in, we're in february people it's january 28th and we had one extra character in the game right now one extra character yeah go ahead yeah oh, okay yeah. okay so first of all i think you're you're too close to the game now you're taking a personal i think you need to back up and you need to put down your your definite premonitions of what you think is happening and what will happen because when you when you're calm and you go through the facts you're, you're pretty much like an 80 90 percenter right right now you're too emotional about it and now you're you're flip-flopping so i would stick with your guns that you had originally uh i don't believe that they knew the direction they were headed at this point in the game because they thought that the game that they had out currently would keep people busy. What I don't think developers understand is even though they have the skeletal framework to make a, we'll just say looter shooter, they understand the premise. What they don't understand is the layers of the onion needed to make the game fulfilling and long played with repeatability. They don't, right? And time and time again, we've seen it from the releases of all these other games. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it's kind of cool. The, the visuals are interesting. It keeps you engaged. But once you get past the first couple layers, you're like, where's the meat? Where's the meal in this game? Like, I'm just doing the same shit over and over again. And be very, And I'm trying to be very careful about the whole same shit over and over again because that's what all video games are. It's just how they disguise the loop. If the loop is disguised well, and it has meaningful content within it, then it doesn't bother you. But when it becomes a straight-up repetitive with no sense of goals, no sense of progression within the game, then it just becomes boring, and you move on to the next one. Um, I don't think... I'll be honest with you. I don't think you'll get three characters this year. No, no, we're and getting I, four. We're getting four because that's the four. You, 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 you would have gotten four if you have a PlayStation. No, 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 no. You'll, no, you'll Spider Man's Spider Man's not one of those one of those dots. I, I'm the one talking. No, I know, but I'm telling you, well, Spider Man's not one of those dots, though. This is speculation. <laughs> I'm talking, but Spider Man's okay, not one of those dots. I'm letting you know, and I'm letting you know right now, based on the the track record and how they're how fast they're progressing through their roadmap okay that you're getting three and if you have playstation you're getting four that's what you're getting yeah 
Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And the reason why I'm saying this is because they're finding it difficult to do crossplay on some level. There's some kind of coding problem, whatever the issue is that they're not going to discuss. Okay. Because why else would you have the cloning labs done and in the game and then be like, nope, and then just yank it out? Right. Unless something tragic happened, something tragic had to happen. Once again, it is fun. I get it. I want to be a superhero. I'm completely with you. But at the same time, the game as it stands right now, is it a complete game? Yeah. Is that yeah, see, but that's that's what I think is is your issue. I don't I don't I look at adventures and don't call that a complete game. Because well, it, is, all, it is a complete game. Because all the things that are supposed to be in the game are not there. All the things that are supposed to be well, in the game okay. will come will I'll, come I'll, over time. I'll, I'll take it back. No, it's not a complete game because the only thing they promised us that's not in the game yet that they promised us was the cloning labs. So you're right. It's not a complete game. Right. As so other other than the cloning labs, I believe that the six characters with the complete story, okay, I'm not even including Kate because Kate 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 is a uh, a bonus with an extra extra content on top of that. The 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 12 to 15 hours with the six characters that you can level up to 50 levels each and 150 power level. I believe it's a complete game minus the cloning labs. If the cloning labs was in the game, that would be the raid, the one raid that would have came with it, and that would have been it. Yes, is there an end game? There is. There's there's a lot of hours. I have 500 hours into this game, right? So I, I'm aware, but the context of the game and the flow of it makes you play 500 hours because you're trying to max out your character. All the characters, not, right? Not right. not because there's actually 500 hours worth of content in the Correct. game. Well, grinding grinding yeah. counts. So now if I replace this game with another game that's similar, I call the same reasons that it's not finished. So Elder Scrolls Online is an MMO, right? When the game first came out, it has an entire list of things in the game, plus the story, plus the questing, plus the bosses you can find and armor sets you can find. Mm. And then once you reach the end of all of that, you can still go back afterwards and play a different character and go through the entire process again from a different perspective because there's three factions. I can be on this side, go through this part of the map, and that that makes the replayability. They don't want to be that big. They want to scale it back. So they want a game with the same type of complexity, they think, but they want it in a smaller package, and they want to drip feed you over time. The game itself is fun. The mechanics are fun, but they don't have any meat behind what it is. Okay? Making a set of, making a set of gear to put in a game to go hunt for, yes, that's like checkbox number one, right? <clears throat> Meaningful gear that I want to find because I want to use it somewhere is checkbox number two, okay? They don't have the connection. Right. It's just stuff to get stuff while I play a cool character. You have to take yourself out of it. We're old. We're old gamers. Most of the people in this chat are old gamers. They, they've been playing at least 10, 15 years. Okay, in Gamerland, still young. Still young. ten or fifteen years of gaming is pretty old. Okay, that makes me the dinosaur. Okay, but that being said, if I take myself out of it and just put it in as like, is it a cool superhero game that I can play with my friends and we can hang out? The answer is yes, right? But the way you sold the game and the way that they portray the game 
is this long play adventure that we're going to learn about the characters. And that's the stuff that makes the older people say, oh, cool. It's like a comic book thing. I'm going to get in there and we're going to learn about the characters and I'll find out the new powers for the new characters. We'll play together. Right. But that part's not there. So is it a fun game for just a run of the mill kind of kid who wants to play a superhero game? Yes. Is it like Ultimate Alliance? Yes. But does it have the backing to make you pull yourself over two years to wait for whatever is coming down mm. the road? Yeah, that's well, that's that's my biggest problem with games of service games, right? And I said this other day on, on stream, and people are gonna think I'm crazy, right? There's two games right now that are doing games of service games the correct way. And what I mean the correct way is content that constantly comes in. Constantly comes in, right? Destiny doesn't do it right. Destiny doesn't do it right. They slow drip that shit too slow, right? They need to, they need to open that faucet just a little bit more and, and give us it, right? It just it just straws out so long. Marvels is bombing at it. Anthem didn't even succeed. Division's close, but yeah, but but but, the, but division stopped. No, no, we did what we were gonna do, no, and that, that, they, they still have the, over. Yeah, but no, but they still have the manhunts that come in, and they they give you the content, right? They're giving you stuff, but. They're close. They're but, close. But that's but that's copy paste, bro. Yeah, Come but on. no. What I'm saying is they're close. Hunting See, five more guys in the same ten maps is it's, not it's, new content. But it's still it is a different boss. It is. They're different bosses with different things. It's it's uh, like I, I said. It. I said they're closer. I didn't say they're the best. I said they're closer. Now the two games that are doing it the best, and this is laughable. Okay, one is Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, when it first came out, was a shill of a game. Like it was just empty. You're just like, okay, I'm taking and going around. You had one boat. You had three factions. That's it. You had. That's all you had. Two years later, there's a lot of stuff to do. And with this new update that just came out, we'll talk about it in a second. There's a lot more stuff to do. And the second game, Sarge, is going to make you flip your shit. Is Fallout 76? Okay, Fallout 76. Even with the disastrous launch that it had and the 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 uh, stability of that game, right now, with the amount of content that that Fallout 76 comes out with and the the uh the the battle pass whatever you want to call it, that battle pass that they've implemented it's a really good value especially because Sea of Thieves and Fallout 76 are on Game Pass and you don't have to pay anything to play those games except a monthly fee okay Marvel this is why I'm upset with Marvel I wanted Marvel and this is on me this is on me I wanted Marvel to be the comic book monthly subscription model type of thing where they made a game. They they, they thought about this in the future. They're like, we're going to make a Marvel game and it's going to every month. We're going to come out with some sort of content. Okay. Now on my, in, in, on my behalf, I thought they had iconic missions in the regular game in between characters dropping. They should add more iconic missions in between story plots, doesn't have to be cutscene. It just has to be audio version type of stuff. And you go through missions with with Thor, and then next month it's Black Widow. The following month is Iron Man. It just keeps you coming back because it's little itty bitty each week, each month. There's another iconic mission to do that constantly keeps you coming back. Right? It's just like a comic book. Every month I go to the comic book Supposed store. To be. Right. This is what I thought they should have done. Okay. They, they've missed the opportunity of it. And I don't know if it's because of the plague. I don't know if it's because they didn't have the content ahead of time. I don't know what it is, the thousands of reasons. I don't know if it's because they have shitty internet. I honestly don't know because they always have shitty internet. Okay. I thought that this is the perfect situation of a comic book game 
to have a monthly subscription with content constantly coming out. Now, if the game was supposed to take three years or five years to create and they launched it at three years, they should have launched it at four years and made the game enough content ahead of you. So when you came out, you had one year of content already planned and ready to go and launching out each month as you go. And while that one's working, you're making the next year. Okay, you're not making a full game. You're just making the small little increments of stuff. I don't know. That's that's what I thought and what I expected of a comic book game being a live service game. But yet it's falling into the same tropes as Anthem, as Destiny, as Division, as Sea of Thieves when it came out, as Fallout 76 came out. When they come out, they're so bare. Even Battlefront. Battlefront 2 is probably one of the best games right now for the price of value free when it was on epic but if you go out and buy it right now there's so much content in battlefront 2 three years later right four years later okay so the 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 issue i think that's in the open that no one <laughs> that no one talks about is the fact that even before the coup this was the way games were being done and what i think the issue is now i'm not i don't know this for a fact but it's just the way the games have been coming out I don't think that the the tools that developers have are good enough to make a game in the time frame that they want the game to be out. Because of the factor of new hardware has to be pretty, has to look badass, because that's how we're selling games now. It has to be pretty, right? It doesn't matter if it's got meat on the bone. It has to be pretty. It can be the awesome cardboard cutout. But there's nothing behind it. But as long as it's pretty, I can sell it. Okay? And I don't think games are in the oven long enough. So their compromise is to push front what they can, release it in whatever condition they have because they can, and patch it along the way because they need that influx of money. Because if we go by the average length of a game, three to five years, you know, that's not a lot of stuff happening for a company right. in a decade. Right? right? They're looking for income. They need to have money. And so because of the way games are structured now, that's the way that they're surviving, right? That's my theory, because otherwise, if everybody's doing it for the sake of just doing it, then either they're all business pricks or this is the only way that these smaller companies can stay afloat. That's why they have gas. That's why they have microtransactions. Right, because a game before used to take two, three years out the door. Mm. Now we have we got games that take in three, five, sometimes seven years, and I'm not counting the ones that can't get out of beta. Uh, I'm not counting those games. I'm talking about legit. We've been working on the game; it's done, and we ship it. I want journalists, actual journalists, to interview game developers, not publishers, game developers, and I want a play-by-play -play documentary of the process that you guys go through because i don't believe for one second not for one second this is standard operating procedure at all <clears throat> all right we're gonna move topics we're gonna move over to sea of thieves now what time is it right now it's uh 8 sea of thieves all right so Sea of Thieves has come out with a, a plunder pass right and inside the plunder pass you have 100 levels it's it's free Right, it's free. Everybody that plays the game, um, which is 15 million people are playing Sea of Thieves, have downloaded it and played it in some point in some time, which is huge. 15 million people. Um, so Sea of Thieves has the plunder pass, 100 levels. 
what's really cool about this they have they have um uh what are they called Tri trials i think it's called trials trials are basically what you do in the game and while you're doing them like just sailing if you sail like one mile or 50 miles you get you get experience points now and those experience points level up your battle pass and in that battle pass there's gold there's doubloons there's ancient coins okay and there's ancient coins throughout each 10 levels and there's 100 levels so potentially right now i think you can get enough ancient coins to pay for the plunder pass if you play for free and at the end you can pay for the next plunder pass if you want the uh the uh the empire uh stuff that's in there right they have 11 items inside that are locked unless you pay the ten dollars for the plunder pass but if you don't have to pay anything okay so the trials that you do digging up stuff killing things traveling doing adventure stuff just playing the game now gives you experience points towards your plunder pass and your plunder pass then unlocks gold cosmetics and all this other stuff that you can go at which i thought is the only thing they're missing from this game is the intentionality and respecting the player's time this respect this plays that part of respecting the player's time now because now you can just play the game and if i have 100 pieces of uh chests on my on my boat but then we sink i lose that gold but now I'm still making experience and, and and just playing the game, I'm getting gold. I'm getting experience that I automatically get in my account while while completing these, right? So it, it does that, okay? Um, the issue the issue I have with Sea of Thieves, though, I, I don't, it's not that I dislike the game, but it doesn't follow standard protocol for games. Now, I'm not saying it's bad. What I'm saying is the actual play-by-play -play of that game is truly meaningless. There is no end goal besides the fun of being a pirate and constantly being in a Correct. PvP setting. Correct. That's that's the hook. And that's, that's the it. that's the beautiful part about it, right? Right. They they try they're trying something different. It's truly a sandbox game of you do what you do. There is no right. progression as far as get this right. new sword, get this new thing because it does more damage. Get, right. Right. There's no there's no goal at all. Like the right. sword doesn't do any better. No. Like. They don't have anything it's that, just that's having fun. It's just have fun. Now, yeah. a lot of people might like that kind of game, and a lot of people don't. Now, if it's a business standpoint, right? We're looking at it from a business. Mm -hmm. If we made the game, and I sold you the game, and there's no progression, and all it is is a PvP thing, and, and, and in actuality, it's harsh against most people because if you play the game, and you get a bunch of stuff on your boat, and it sinks, and someone robs you, you've wasted six hours. Okay. And since there's nothing to progress in the game, and I'm only doing it for fun, if my fun is hindered constantly by trolls who want to PvP me while I'm trying to play the game, then I'm less likely to play the game. So now you make the blunder pass, and you make it so I can get experience even though I lose my stuff, so it's not a completely waste of time. But my question is, is that when you stretch out a game like this, and there's no microtransactions really in the game, what is the purpose of stretching out the, the engagement of the game if it doesn't benefit the developer in some way? What does your engagement of that game benefit? There, there, The way the, the Sea of Thieves is, is, look, you're having a fun time in here. If you're having a fun time playing our game, maybe throw us a tip. I look at Sea of Thieves like a streamer, right? I give free content, right? I provide a service of information, fun times, whatever you do. If you're watching, lurking, some people pay, some people don't. I'm not asking for people, right? If you want to join, you join. If you don't want to join, you join. If you want to give a sub, you sub. 
I give, I, and that's the way I look at Sea of Thieves. I look at Sea of Thieves as they're like a content creator. Like the game itself is like a content creator. If you like playing the game and you enjoy your time there, you're like, hey, you know what? I didn't pay anything for the game because I'm playing on Game Pass. I've put a lot of time in. I really like what they've done here. I'm going to throw something at them, right? Guy on the side of the street playing guitar. Some guy on the street making artwork. That the same type of thing. That's what it is. Right? Some people are going to pay. Some people aren't. Someone talked in the conversation the other day. There was a... Remember when musicians were like, pay what you want? I forget who it was. Was it was it um, Rage Against the Machine? I forget. Who the fuck was it? They said, pay what you want. Pay what you want, what you think our album's worth. Some people probably paid 20 bucks. Some people got it for free. Some people paid 50 bucks. That's what they wanted to do. And they made a shit ton of money because they didn't go through a... They didn't go through a uh, a record label or anything like that, right? So that's the way I look at Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves truly just makes a game for fun. And if you it like is, it, it is for fun. Right. And I, if you like I, it, that's why, that's then you can I'm tip. I'm not them. mad about it. What I'm saying is, did did they find, did did Sea of Thieves, what, what's, I'm sorry, what's the studio? Rare. I forget their Rare. studio. Rare. Did Rare find their season ticket holders to their game where they're cool making content without microtransactions? And to keep dragging the game through, are they testing each other? I mean, I don't, I don't understand the point of adding to a game after the fact that it has no benefit just to keep me engaged into the game with no microtransactions. They, they've done their microtransactions very, very good as far as it's not predatorial. Um, they don't like force it on you. Nothing changes like the the animals, the pets. They bring more enjoyment to the game, but yet they don't. They don't but it's busy. But it, but I, what I'm saying is, I guess the game fits a certain, I guess, sweet spot for a certain gamer. Like you right. enjoy that type of game. But for me, I'm all like, I, I guess I'll, I'll call myself left-brained. When I see it, when I see a game, I look at scope, playability, mechanics, replayability, and story. Like. Right. That's what I'm into. Like those are the those are the factors I look the at when I look are at good. A game. And the telltales right? are really good. So so when I when I look at Sea of Thieves, I'm like, yeah, it's fun, but it's like, I I'm constantly asking why why don't I get this? Right, because you've been conditioned, it's, it's, right? Because it's just for fun. Like yeah. it, it's literally just for fun. Like you keep asking the developer, like, what's going on in Sea of Thieves? Like, dude, it's just for fun. Yeah, it's. I'm like, I that doesn't that doesn't work for me because you can't tell me you guys are still trying to make content and it's just for fun. No, there's an actual just, backstory. There's a whole story in the game. I, I get it, but when there's but when there is zero progression and it's totally cosmetic, yep, I don't connect well because I'm like, all right, it's fun, right? Because you've been why? conditioned. Why would I do it? Right, why would you, I do you've it? You've been conditioned to, uh, for all these years, to grind up to the highest level to get the certain gear to get the certain to win things, the game to win the game to win the game. Right. This is a game that you're you're going on an adventure to complete the stories. And while you're not doing that, you're just going around collecting stuff so you can get more more cosmetic stuff to show I, but, to show how much time you've been playing the game. But that's that, it. But that's, that's great. It. But but more often than not, whatever it is that you're doing in life, never mind a video game, there's a beginning, middle, and end. Right? You start something new, you learn about it, you either become better at it or you stop playing, or you 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 become an overachiever. You really get into it. But at the end, you finish it. I finished the story. Right. I finished the level. I've killed all the bosses. You hate it because at some, at some point there's an end. Yeah, they just want you to play for the sake of playing it. I don't want to play a game, no, no, the no, same some... game, 
forever. No, but that's what I'm saying. They have a story. You could play the story and be done with the story and then move on. You don't have to keep playing Sea of Thieves afterwards. There is an actual uh, story, and you and you uh, do the tale, and that's it. You move on, which I've done. I, I get it. Which I've done. I get it, but they keep making content. Yeah. Right. They because keep making content. Because for... it's on game server, because it's on Game Pass, and they want you to come uh, back for more. Right. Ah. Uh, because they've got to be getting some kind of percentage well, they're in owned, the back end from Game Pass. Mi- well, they're owned by Microsoft. Well, there's still got to be a percentage. You got to pay someone something. No, no, they're paying. That's, that's they're, my point. They're owned by Microsoft. So basically, Microsoft says, "Here's thirty million dollars. Here's a hundred million dollars. Make the game," and then they just keep bringing the thing. They get their same check, no, regardless if it's successful or not. They probably get bonuses or whatever, right? I know, but wouldn't it be wouldn't your time be better spent that after the game is over to make another they game? Are. Rare has made another game. There's another okay, game coming out. So- all right, so then part of their team is making the extra content for no particular reason other than to keep you here, while another part Correct. of the development team is making a new game. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forget what the other one's called. It's called Ever... Is it called Ever... Something? What, what, what's that other game? It's very artsy. It's very artsy. It looks cool. I, I forget what... artsy? Yeah, it's, 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 it's... No, no, no. It, well, it's, it's got a really cool art style to it. Chat, what, uh, if someone could put it the name in the chat, I forget what the Rare's next game is. It, it, it looked very nature uh, it had that very, um, I don't know, it just not... had a good art style with it. I forget what it's called. All right. Well, anyway, Sea of Thieves pulling voice chat and text chat from the arenas due to toxicity. Everwild. Thank you, Duplis. That's it. Everwild. Uh, Rare announces that the voice and text chat options will be removed from the arena mode in Sea of Thieves in order to shut down the toxic behavior. Now, I have thoughts about this, and I talked about this earlier. I wanted to get Sarge's thoughts on this, okay? Toxicity is an unfortunate reality in the online system that allows any type of communication, either among players in multiplayer games or ordinary people in social media. Rare has joined an ever-growing list of developers looking to diminish the toxicity as much as possible. Was an update coming to Sea of Thieves that will be arriving in the games uh, makes the jump for Season 1, which is out now. This is being done by removing the voice chat and text chat available from one crew to another. So while you're in the arena, now it doesn't say the open world. I'm assuming it's in the open world as well. You can't talk to another crew. You can only use the preset terms that are in there and the emotes in the game. You can't no longer say, hey, eat shit. I did sex with your mom last night to anybody over across the uh, across the, the mic, which is because yeah, there's because there's kids playing. Well, I was playing so that, calm that, and no, all the that, other things. No, that's but, the answer. That's yeah. the answer. That's the answer. Right? Because there's kids playing. So so what do you think about this taking voice out? Because let's let's be let's be honest. I don't even use in-game chat anyway. I'm in party chat talking to my friends anyway. Right? So I really don't see a big deal with it, but at the same time, now that they're taking it out because of toxicity, it's gonna happen regardless. Remember the toxicity that was happening in this game when you were in a party with a group that was on your own thing and they would put you in prison? They would just jail you because they would vote against you just to get you all out of the team. They're like, I don't want you on my team. And they would put you in prison and and people would protest by not leaving the game. They would just sit in prison and then complain about it, right? Like, this is the type of stuff that's always going to happen. Okay, but when you make a game where there's voice chat in the game, you thought about that in the beginning. Don't tell me for a second as a developer, you don't think what people are going to say to each other while they're playing a game if I've got voice chat, okay? that That's part of that experience. Maybe maybe somebody wanted to role play. Maybe they wanted to be, maybe they are a troll and they act like an asshole when they're on your boat and then you put him in jail and then he doesn't leave. Right. And then you just got a guy in the jail cell the yep. entire time and he yep. just, 
just badgering you yeah, the, entire the entire time, time. you're playing. Yeah. Now, if it's for a streaming, I'm thinking that's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Right. The guy's in jail. Right. But what the problem is now is they want to decide how far you want to go. Well, you can say this, but you can't say that. So we can't have the kids offended. So we can't have voice chat anymore. All right, so we're going backwards. Does anyone remember when there was no voice chat ever? We're like, God, I wish we could talk to people. I, I wish we could be in a party. And now that you could be in a party guaranteed every game, you could be in voice chat. They're like, oh, no, people are just too toxic. We can't have them talking to each other. It'll, it'll ruin the experience for some of the players. What are you guys talking about? That's what happens. That's what the mute button's for. Right. I'm right. not sure if you guys realize that there's a mute button feature. So if someone's talking shit to you that you're tired you of listening to, you just mute them. But the other people you want to engage with who are new and in the game <laughs> that you want to talk to, you get to talk to. But not anymore because we got to protect the innocent children who are playing a game because you can't tell them to S S a D in the middle of a game because you might offend somebody. Well, so now... Now I got Now it's the other way around. Now, now I got to. Now I, I. I think that guy's cool. What's he doing? Oh, he just. He's giving me the finger twenty-seven <laughs> times in a row. Invite him to the party. I want to hang out with that guy. Like right. that's what we have to do now. Instead right. of the other way around, which is, it's supposed to be social. That's why it's called social on the damn screen. <laughs> but now, no voice chat. No right. voice chat. Well, it's funny because Tweak is right. You can still send a player an Xbox message, voice and text. Right? You can just send them a message and they're like, eat shit, dirtbag. Right? Yeah. Did you mute me in the game? Up yours. Did your mom last night? I mean, that's that's what's happening. I, yes. I, I said this earlier. I said this is just like a haze phase. And I know hazing is not a big thing anymore, but it's like it's like a passage of life, right? Out in the out in, in certain uh, cultures, they send their like twelve year old out to go hunt. Go kill a lion. Right. Otherwise, go, you can't be part of the right, tribe. Right. Go kill a lion and don't come back until you have food or, for the or family. Don't, or, right. Or right. don't come back. Right. Or don't come back. And now we're like, go play online. I'm my feelings are hurt. Someone told me to eat a dick, Dad. And you're mm -hmm. like, you're like, all right, Timmy. Did you, it's just a game, it up. right? It's Look just up, a game. It's, a game. it's just stick. What happened to sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you, right? No. Not, not anymore, anymore, man. Words are devastating and and murder everybody. No, no, it's not even words anymore. Immediately, immediately, if I say something negative to anybody else, it's hate speech or it's derogatory. No one's allowed to talk about anything unless it's pre-approved by whoever's in charge of that particular area. Video it, game, newspaper, Discord, whatever. Somebody's, somebody has to say something to you like, I don't understand when are when are people going to actually understand that there's a trial life is trial by yeah. fire like you have to be you're in life like you don't get to be in life and go hide in a let corner me, let me pause and life for, let me and pause wait life. for it to be over yeah. and make sure you've got a nice cushy corner i'm on base sarge i'm on base you can't you can't talk to me i'm touching base i'm on base or better yet you can't talk to me i'm gonna mute you and if i can't mute you i'm gonna cry into the sky until somebody else mutes you like, I don't understand where we are anymore. Yeah. Right. I, every time I played SOCOM in those games, I wanted the voice chat to work so badly. Like, it would work intermittently. You remember? Like, you'd hear a guy's voice every once in a while. You'd be like, ah, you fucker. Like, when you, when you shoot somebody, <laughs> yeah, like, you would barely hear it. You get static in between. Like, the yeah. voice chat was horrible. He's so like, irate. Like, the mic's not it picking it up. So, yeah. It would be so great if we could have voice chat. And now we have voice chat. And we had a good, a good solid, I don't know, eight years. Maybe maybe 10. 10 years of voice chat, and it's not like, like we've got to protect everybody. Right. 
There's there's too many people telling everyone to SD. There's too many. So we gotta we gotta we gotta reel it back in. Yeah. I'm like, I don't get it, man. I don't get look, it. Look, I said this earlier on my stream. If it wasn't for someone getting shit on, bullied, you wouldn't have you Michael. You would never improve. You wouldn't have Michael Jordan. Someone brought it up in my chat. Michael Jordan didn't make his high school team and he became the best basketball player i don't care if someone says lebron james or whatever okay he became the best basketball player you you wouldn't have had a lebron if you didn't have a michael exactly okay exactly Let's put it that way. okay tom brady right i don't like the guy but i respect him okay winning his quarterback most super bowls ever they told him he would never even get drafted to the nfl okay dwayne the rock johnson was a skinny little kid used to get picked on and now look at him He's this giant, massive man that would destroy anybody that came near him. And he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. And he did Scorpion King. Okay? So look at that. Look at it. Because he got shit on, he improved. Okay? I'm not saying everyone needs to get shit on. Okay? No, no but, but, but there you, has to be. You got to know. You got to know. You got to take something, to right? You have to have some type of. What's, what's, the, what's the nice word here? What's the nice word? My, my, my brain's locking up. You have to have some type of pushback. You have to have some kind of competitive nature in order for you to be better than what you are. If you're, if you're, if no one challenged you ever, and you just existed, you'd be milk toast. Okay, right. that's what you would be. You would be a, a milk toast human, and you'd be like, I'm happy with my life. But you achieve nothing because right. you're just in the corner. Just that's all you're doing. You have to that adverse adversity. That's what it is. You need to have a little bit of adversity in your life. That's how you progress. Why would you get better if you knew you didn't have to? Right. right? And the natural way of things for a human being is to be lazy, right? Yeah. Right. When something's trying to eat you, you can't be lazy. You got to have a spear. You got to have a gun. You got to defend yourself. You're, you're constantly looking over your shoulder. I'm about to die. Now we're in a house, four walls, locks, guns, televisions, <laughs> internet. I don't have to leave the house. Like literally, if I decided I'm agoraphobic, I don't want to see anyone ever again except on a screen. I can do that. I can make it happen in an hour. I just have grocery delivered, never leave the house, and become a fat bastard and have you cut the roof off and get me out when I die. Like it's completely possible. Sounds good. But that's not but that's not the goal. The goal is not to <laughs> the goal is not to do less and be happy about everything. Gotta You're supposed set, to challenge yourself. Gotta set lower goals for yourself. Speaking of not being challenged and, and stuff, we're gonna we're gonna switch topics here. Right? We're we're gonna switch topics and we're moving over to EA. Okay. Speaking of non-diversity and, and stuff, Electronic Arts is uh, could be borrowing a page out of Bethesda's playbook here. Getting into uh, game development is a daunting task, but EA is looking to patent a service that could give would-be developers an easy-to-use toolkit. Okay, So they're making an, a method. Electronic Arts is looking to patent a method to train AI through live player data, and now the company is looking to patenting a set of development tools and marketplace that could bring the game development to the masses, similar to how Bethesda Creation Kit gave people to borrow a modified Skyrim. Now, there have been plenty of programs out there for the tools inspired by game designers, whether it's a person is an amateur or professional from the various iterations of RPG Maker and Modern Toolkit, like Game Maker Studio. 
Recently, Media Molecule, a developer of Little Big Planet, also of Dreams, which has also produced a number of impressive projects, but EA seems to be providing a one step a one-stop shop where users can create and publish a game in one place. While it's very early stages of the patent ap application, it looks like Electronic Arts is looking to create a game develop service where users have access to the database of assets that have all been tested to work with one another and be can create games in a wide range of genres and styles, much like how it is to make Mario Maker 2 can be used across the different Mario titles in the game, i.e. the snake block original uh, scene in Super Mario World. Okay. Um, <clears throat> It also has been coded to work in a game that did not originally appear in. These are the uh, would be available to users and would interact with other assets without issue, creating seamless development process and little area uh, correction. Now, the service would also be a, uh, would also be a marketplace not only for completed game projects but for assets and tools in the game development process as well. Folks engaged in the creation could solely focus on asset creation and would charge a licensing fee for their asset to be used in a game. The goal for EA's service is to encourage people of all skill levels to be to participate in game creation. Sure it is. Sure it is. Uh, so, Sarge, what do you think of this patent from EA that they want everyone to be a game creator? What do you think of it? All right, well, let's, let, let's, let's look at it two ways. Let's be the nice guy first. The nice guy is... We want it's one big happy family. We want everyone to get together and create games. And we're going to live in this big happy place where everybody creates games and we make them for each other in happy land. Okay. Then there's the reality. They don't want to pay developers. They want people to make stuff up under their banner. So if it's something cool, they just take it and it's theirs because you use their items to make it. Right. Isn't that how Heroes of the Storm was made? I'm pretty sure that's exactly how Heroes of the Storm was made. Somebody took the tools and decided to make a game out of it, and that's how we ended up with Heroes of the Storm. Isn't that true, guys? Is it Heroes of the Storm, or is it another game? It's the MOBA, it, whatever the first MOBA was, right? We took Warcraft, made up their own rules, and made up their own game, and turned it into MOBA, and MOBA became the, the hottest-selling thing ever, and they were pissed, pissed that somebody took resources and turned it into one of the greatest-selling games of all time. You think... You think they're going to let that happen again? Do you actually believe in the magical world of Oz that they're going to give you all the tools to develop games for for the community and they're not going to take it from you? Right. Well, not only take it, they'll, they'll get a percentage of it and then they'll, they'll license it and they get a percentage of everything. They can't keep up with game design because game design is hard. So they want other people yes. to develop the games for yes. them now and yeah. take a percentage we, of it. Yeah. Yeah. How, how much yeah. easier does it have to... Listen, Mike, let's, let's be honest. How much easier it is to make games if I've got the entire world working on assets that we have making up games and we get game ideas from them right right because making games is hard because we should just be getting money for no reason i should just be getting money falling from the sky because i have a sign on the door instead of innovating trying to do better trying to make a quality product living in the real world and business is hard instead it should be well if we make the tools and we send it out there everyone will make games for us and we could just sit right. around and, and look at all the, look at yes. and, and collect the check, yeah. right? Same problem I have with reoccurring money. Same occurring with uh, subscription models is there's no you, I, you're not teaching a man to fish anymore, right? You're basically just bought him a supermarket, and he just gets the fish from the supermarket. You, <clears> and and he's learn, renting the fishing pole. He's renting the fishing pole. Right, and he, right. They don't. There's you explain to me in the last five or six years what the innovation was. Somebody pick besides virtual reality, which has happened oh. three times now, three times. Digital goods. Besides, 
besides virtual reality, what's the innovation? That's the innovation. The innovation is digital so, goods. MTX. And MTXs. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's, MTX that's what happened. MTX is the innovation, but not any... You know, graphics, certain games, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some really cool-looking games that are really pretty, but innovation? No. No. That's, I, that's my issue. I, I, that's my issue. I have a problem... Because this is different. We had a conversation yesterday on my stream that Dreams from Molecule, they created Dreams, and I looked it up. Dreams doesn't charge. You can create anything you want in that game, and you, as the creator, own all the rights to your thing. You can make shirts and mugs and different things with it. They said, we don't want it. We've You, you bought the game. You can create whatever you want with the engine that we've given you. EA says, hey, I like that idea. Let's patent it and then give everyone right. else the thing. You see the difference? Molecule... Right. Media was like, you know, here's the tools for free, and you own your stuff. EA's like, Patton, we'll give you the tools, and we take a percentage of everything that you have, and you can sell it, but we have the ass, right? Like, we can use it in all our games. We can use it all the stuff. We don't have to pay you because we let you use the service, right? The service is free, but we get to keep all your assets, and we can use it in all I, our games. <clears throat> I'm sure when that when that piece of software is released, I guarantee you the 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 agreement at the end of that thing once you download it is like 10 the, to 15 the, pages the long. 67 page document and 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 in yeah. font that, two that that yeah. everyone just scrolls through and yeah. just says i agree yep yeah i can't i, I, I just want to get to it well, well let's let's be honest like i can't i cannot play the software or the game until i press agree so what are my options here i bought it and now i'm looking at a disclosure agreement and so i bought it what am i going to do Hit no. I don't like right. the. I don't your like the agreement. Your only option is okay. Uh, no. Right. Your only option is right. no, no, okay. No, no, no. It says no. But then you hit no, and then the game just the game's just on your hard drive. You can't play it. Right. You can't do anything. You didn't, agree, you didn't agree to the terms. Right. So, well, so what is it really? That's like holding someone hostage. Right. I'll give you this money, but if you don't, I'm gonna kill him. And you're like, uh, okay. And you're like, all right, right. thanks. There you go. Like, right. like back in the old days when your computer used to crash and it would tell you all this crazy shit and the only option you it's, had was to okay. okay. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. 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 All right. So <clears throat> next topic. Next topic. I can't believe that. They, I can't. I, I'm still. I have to go back just for a second. I can't believe they're releasing <laughs> a piece of software and they're, they're saying make whatever you want. But just remember, it's ours. Right. Like, well, remember, Blizzard did that. Blizzard did that with with Warcraft. Remember? Yeah, but that's why we ended up with MOBAs, yeah, and they're that, still mad. They're still mad. No, but do you, remember, do you remember two years ago when the, after the Diablo debacle, they came out with the Warcraft thing where people could make their own boards in the game, but yet Blizzard owned it. So then people started making like boards that were shaped as penises and stuff. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> You're like, oh look, you made this game. It's got Nazis in it. Congratulations, Activision. Right. You're, you right. made a game with Nazis. <laughs> right. Awesome, isn't it? It's awesome. But that's how you but that's the only way you can fight back when people make rules up, right? They just keep making rules on top of rules and trying to take advantage of you. How else are you supposed to get back? Yeah. How else? So I'm gonna make a board that looks like a penis, make some Nazis run around and chop up little kids. That's that's what I'm gonna right. do. Congratulations, Blizzard. You own that for your charge. Right. All right. <clears throat> the next thing is Activision calls workforce diversity initiative unworkable okay <laughs> so a proposal from the afl cio to improve hiring practices at activision and ea including more diverse applicant pool is being resisted okay 
So video games worldwide hobby, a giant law, a global industry, joined by people from backgrounds. Many people who grew up in the playing video games hope to be a part of the industry at some point. However, the industry has faced criticism over the years over Semitic uh, uh, discrimination and limits of opportunities available to women and people of color. Despite calls of uh, inclusivity in gaming that have been ringing for years, this problem still persists. A new diversity and initiative proposed by the American Federation of Labor and Congress of Industrial Organization, the AFL-CIO, looks to improve hiring practices, but is getting a pushback from one of the biggest companies in gaming. Okay, the number of companies in the video game industry have had a grapple with toxicity and discrimination in both workplace and with the regard of hiring practices. Sometimes actions take to improve conditions, such as Ubisoft's move to hire diversity and inclusion of VP in the wake of allegations of misconduct by the senior staff members. Yet often, uh, the story tends to be repeat itself time and time again. Now, Activision Blizzard and Electronic Arts are is um, seeking a more diverse candidate pool and considered for all jobs at all levels for two companies. Now, the AFL compares the initiative to NFL's Rooney Rule. Now, if you guys don't know what the Rooney Rule is, that before a team can hire a head coach, they have to hire, they have to interview a black head coach or a, a diverse, you know, other than a white coach, right? They have to interview people before they hire a white coach. Okay, they have to give them the chance. Requiring teams to interview at least one non-white candidate for available coaching opportunity, lawyers of Activision Blizzard have deemed this proposal to be unworkable. Enroachment, okay. Uh, yeah, enroachment on the company's ability to compete with new talent in a highly competitive, fast-moving market. In other words, it would slow down Activision's ability to make profit. Okay, so a diverse workforce at all levels of the company can enhance long-term company performances. Read a portion of the of the letter penned by AFL, something echoed by already in practice by the film industry. Despite Activision's Blizzard waffling on something of very least should do easy to consider, EA will take the proposal of the of the board of directors. So EA is okay with this. Activision has a problem because if I'm interviewing you, Sarge, and I know that your resume is the best resume out of all the other people, I'm not allowed to hire you until I interview the other people. Okay. And then I have to just check a box like saying, well, we had diverse people come in. We had non-white people come in for an interview, uh, but I'm still going with this, with this white person. That's what Activision is saying. Cause they don't want to, they, they say just, doing what they're asking it's slowing down the process of their hirers and they just want to hire who is best for the job without going you see what i'm saying they're just want the best person for the job but the afl wants them to at least interview through the process and ea says sure we'll do it but activision's like no we're not going to do that we're, we're just going to hire the people we want to hire do you think this is right or wrong do you think this is do you think the rudy now now, just to let you know, the Rooney rule that applies in the NFL, okay, there's only two head coaches in the NFL out of 30, what is it, 32 teams? Two, two NFL head coaches are black. 70% of the players in the NFL are black, okay, or non-white, okay? But there's only two head coaches out of 32 teams. So the rule that applies to the NFL, still not really working, but they're, they are making headway, right? They are, they are making a progress towards hiring more diverse uh, head coaches and stuff. First of all, I don't like the whole race car being played after this much time. That's number one. I don't like it. I don't like the way that out of all the years that we spent trying to be more inclusive with each other and just get rid of the race card, 
that it's constantly thrown back in our face and we're supposed to fight about it. We're supposed to be at each other's throats about it. We're supposed to be fighting over the same stupid lines. Now, I'm completely 100% sure that racism is still around. Oh, absolutely. Right? Uh, bias, bias hiring practices are still around. I get it. Right. It's, it's nepotism. Not a, nepotism. Right? It's, it's not one of these uh, magical worlds where it doesn't exist. However, whatever happened to just what are your qualifications? Right. Just take the race right? out of it. Right. Just, if I leave, just, if I leave off race off your application, right, and I leave, and I just, how about I leave off sex off the application right, too? And I just read your, absolutely, and I just read through your read through your qualifications. If you're qualified, after the three months that I took to look at people, I picked the ten top people that are qualified, and I look at those ten people, right, and whoever's qualified gets chance at the job, like it's supposed to be. I don't want to constantly have to say. Especially to a company, well, you're not allowed to hire somebody because you have to look at these races first before you can hire who you want to hire. That already, to me, is a racist statement to begin with. Diversity comes from ignoring the bias and going towards the facts of the case. Is he good? Did he coach? Did he teach high school teams? Did he teach college teams? Was he a was he a, a secondary coach? Was he a trainer? Like where was he involved the whole time? Like there's a whole list of things that qualify you for your position. What's your experience, right? I don't like that we have to boil it down to, well, if you didn't interview these these races before you hired somebody, then you're not being fair. Like, uh, well, we looked for three months. These are the people that we picked based on qualifications, and we're going to move on. I don't like the fact that there's a knife to the guy's throat and you're saying, well, you can't pick him yet. You have to pick these other people in order to be diversified. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work for you, that doesn't work for you. I'm not saying if that's the way you go about it, that you're racist or you're sexist or you're biased, but it has to come down to, are you qualified? When, why is it so hard that if you're, if you're qualified, you, you're in the running? Right. I'm not saying you automatically get the job, but you're in the running, right? And the reason why 70% of the of the football teams are black is because they're better athletes. I don't know. This is not a racial thing. I don't know to understand what you want to talk about. They're better athletes. Well, there's a lot more. There's a lot more right? into that. Right? I'm sure yeah. there's a lot of white guys who are really good at that. They're really athletic. They're really good at their sport. I get it. I said, but apparently the better ones are playing football. That's why most, yeah, most of the top. are African American. Right. Okay. It's the top of what, what, the top, top of the top. What, what's the what, perfect example? The NFL is the top of the top. Like you make it to the NFL or you make it to a sport, a sports team, you're the top of the top of the people, right? You're the best athletes of the of the people. Even if you're the shittiest athlete on the team, you're still a better than the people that didn't get the job, right? You're still better than the people that didn't get the job. I I don't know the way the way I look at this is is I, I don't like I don't like the way they I I don't like how we're meant to be controversial about it instead of just calling it for what it is and moving on. They want us fighting about it. Yeah, they, they want us fighting about again, it. Again, I personally think they shouldn't look at gender or race on the resumes and stuff. It should just be like I went to, again, I went to full sale. And when I went there, we used to call it full male. OK, there was literally one girl for every like 25 to 50 guys that were there. It was like it was outrageous. OK, so if you saw a girl, you were like, oh, she's so pretty because she has no competition. Right. She's like the only girl. She's that. Right. And same with same with the game development in full sale. Yes, there are black and Chinese and Mexicans in the game development, but percentage wise, very few. So if there's 300 people in the program and there's only like five people that are of of different 
ethnicities and everyone else is just a white male that's the people going for those that profession so when they all go into the workforce it's hard to you're just another fish in the sea of this large sea of trying to get a job that everyone's going for right there was there's a psychologist out there uh, to some people he's controversial otherwise he's he's a he's a canadian psychologist his name's jordan peterson right oh he, yeah i know he's always, yeah. He, he's he's always on some kind of interview with a bunch of people and they're always trying to uh berate him into a position where they're trying to call him a liar when he's just stating fact right and and the one example he gave i thought was interesting he says that he says you everyone believes that men or women should be the same but you could be the same i guess you could be the same socially but you're not the same biologically you're just not so they did like an interview and they interviewed like a thousand people and they said that women are more social more social creatures and they like to be around people more whereas guys <clears throat> during during the same interview period guys like to be around things which is why you end up with more male engineers and you end up with more female nurses right right so now are there male nurses yes yes but the overwhelming majority are right. female nurses right are there women engineers yes but overwhelmingly there are more male engineers why because that's the way right that's we're the way made, we're made and, and you just lean that way like we're into that kind of thing that's why guys are handymen into tools and they, they're, they're solitary we, we we like to do what we do women like to socialize and they're, they're more involved with people there's nothing wrong with that statement so if i put that kind of example into other facets of life it does the same thing it's not because we're supposed to be meant to be the same it's meant that we're we lean towards the things that we actually like it just happens to be that way once again, I don't like being told that I'm supposed to fight about race, okay? If you leave off, listen, if you leave off sex and, and race off of application and whoever's qualified wins, then that's the person for the job. Now, if he's there for three months and he sucks because he's not a good people person, he's a horrible boss, he doesn't know how to delegate responsibility, and they have to fire him, doesn't matter what color he is or what right. sex they are. Right. They just suck at their job, and you move on to the next person. But to handicap a business... And tell them that they have to hire multiracial because you're not being inclusive is not a way to run business. All right. <clears throat> Let's go on to the next topic. The next topic is we're 905. Let's talk about Microsoft is rumored. I mean, this is not a big thing here because their 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 annual or their yearly end uh financial call. They made 14, they put $14.5 billion into the bank. So basically two Bethesdas that they paid for, like they paid $7 billion for Bethesda's deal. Well, they made $14.5 billion back this year, Microsoft as a company, in the bank, profit, okay? So they bought, they could buy two more Bethesdas. The reason I'm saying this is there's a rumor that Microsoft is making another Bethesda-level acquisition this year, Okay. So last year, Microsoft acquired Bethesda for one of the biggest video game buyouts ever. The Xbox creator purchased Bethesda's parent company, Zenimax, for a total of $7.5 billion. In doing so, they granted itself exclusive ownership of the popular gaming franchise of Fallout and Skyrim and whatever else Bethesda creates in the future. It was kind of, okay. So from what it sounds like of recent rumors, Microsoft isn't satisfied with having just Bethesda. Apparently, the corporation is looking to add more big-name video game developers to its roster. Exactly what companies Microsoft could buy or interested in remains a mystery. Um, but the recent grapevine suggesting that developers are looking to sell, even if there was, uh, there was also rumors that like this one. And they also need to be taken with a grain of salt. Okay? With a grain of salt. Okay? That said, the current new rumors... 
does have some credibility. The industry insider uh, Xbox uh, Ragna backed it. Ragna claimed that Microsoft was about to purchase a very big gaming studio three weeks before Microsoft announced Bethesda's acquisition. When the new rumors surfaced from gaming former uh, Xbox era, Ragna also agreed with the individual sharing it. He claims he doesn't know who this individual is, but he has been hearing the same things for months, and Microsoft will announce the purchase around the end of the year or around the end of this year or sometime early next year. Okay. So this year, 2021, going into 2022. However, with the uh, affirmation, affirmation, uh, uh, it's not like hard to believe that Microsoft is preparing to buy more gaming studios as big as it is. Microsoft is going to shop. Is going to shop. It doesn't make sense for that to stop at one developer. With that in mind, Microsoft profits rose dramatically. So if Microsoft does go through with purchasing another studio, and it does happen, same caliber of Bethesda. That might be super. So, uh, that might be spur Sony into buying more studios as well. One of the more talked, more advantages of the PlayStation had over Xbox was it uh, poised more than well-known exclusives. If Microsoft is purchasing more studios in response to this, okay. So, who do you think, Sarge? Who do you think if it's a if it's a Zenimax type Bethesda type of studio, big name company, and Microsoft is looking to acquire? Who do you think they could buy? That's another big entity like that <clears throat> what, 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 what do you think but but like the way that they they, they framed it though they were talking about bethesda size is that what they said yeah another bethesda that, size not... and just to is put in the... perspective there's seven studios inside zenimax so they bought seven studios under the zenimax for 7.5 billion and they're looking to buy another one like that so they have to have multiple studios underneath their belt so what is what does microsoft do I'm trying to think what what developers are in play. I'm trying to think who's who's available to be taken off their hands. Like who's in trouble? Sony? The, what does Sony own that? The, no, well, that, I don't think they're gonna they, buy they, Sony. The, I don't think they're gonna buy Sony. No, 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 no. They're not gonna buy Sony. What? Who's under Sony? Sony sold other developers out from under themselves because they needed money. They've done it before. I, I'm just going trying to go through the the list here. I don't. I, any, I've any, lost track, man. I would. I've lost I, track I would, of who I would owns assume who. that. I would. Well, I would assume that anyone that's under Sony is not touchable. Because I don't think because if it's a if it's a Zenimax style size acquisition, and they're under Sony, they would have to buy Sony to get the acquisitions of those studios, right? Because they're all under the umbrella of Sony. So it would be more the lines of like EA, Take Two, Ubisoft, like a big company with multiple devs underneath their belt. I don't I don't think Take Two Take Two is too liquid to let go of anybody. They don't have any problems. You'd have to I I guess we'd have to do a little bit more financial research and see which. Which teams are, are are not doing well financially? Who's under Ubisoft? Oh, I hold on. I'll I right. can, is, I can is look it up. Ubisoft the main is Ubisoft the main parent company or is Ubisoft yes. no, the publisher? I, I lost no, track of who they're the main. They're the main company. Uh, they have hold on. They have okay under Ubisoft. They have Ubisoft yep. Montreal, Ubisoft Reflections, uh, Byte, Shanghai. Yep. Monopeller, yeah. Red Storm Entertainment, Ivory Tower, NATO, uh, Massive Entertainment, it, I, Blue Man. I think games. it's Ubisoft. I think it's Ubisoft. They they have a, they have a lot of they have a lot of studios. They have a lot I, of studios. I, I, I think Ubisoft would be One, the next two, purchase. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, thirty-four. Yeah, they have over like thirty-five. 
Yeah, but they're all small. They're all small things. Yeah, they still have they'll, they'll, mash them, they'll mash them all together. I, I think it's Ubisoft. I'll, my guess will be Ubisoft because I, I don't see anybody else that I can think about that has a grouping of developer teams together that's ready for change, but Ubisoft. Mm. I mean, the rest of them, I mean, one company makes slot machines. The other one does gotcha games. I mean, they're doing fine. Anything with mobile games, they're doing fine. I think, I think Ubisoft would be the one I pick. I, I mean, I, but what's Sega? But what's Sega, guys? Like Sega, what? What's Sega got? Is Sega Sega's by themselves? What have they got? Let me, let me see what Sega's got. Sega's got a few. Sega's got a lot. They got Sonic Team, Creative Assembles, Sega Toys, Entertainment Software, Sports Interactive, Sega AM2, Relic Entertainment, Sega of America, Sega Network, Camelot, Visual Concepts. They they have a lot too. They could buy a Sega. That's not a bad choice. Yeah, but but I'm, what's the potential? Let's let's be honest. What's the potential of Ubisoft and what's the potential of Sega? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the limb here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go way out there that people are gonna think you're fucking crazy, Mike. There's no way this is gonna happen. And the reason I say this is this is this going to the big book of bull? Yeah, sure. Let's put it in the big book of bull. Okay. I think that Microsoft, if it's a big purchase like Bethesda, I think it's going to be bigger than Bethesda. I think we're talking the $7.5 billion is going to be nothing compared to this next one. This one's going double digits. We're talking 10 to $15 billion, and they're going to buy EA. You, you, think, you think Microsoft's going to buy EA? Yeah. Yeah, and here's here's why. Here, here's here's hang why. On, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I know everyone's gonna be in no way, but here here's what I'm thinking. When Game Pass first started, Bethesda Games put their Fallout games on there. They did all that stuff, right? And they constantly kept putting Zenimax games on Game Pass, right? ESO has been there for years. Fallout's been there. They just added Fallout 76 last year, right? They added all these things for Game Pass. Well, right now. EA has now merged with their EA Play onto Game Pass, right? They've worked out a deal or whatever it is to put it on Game Pass. I think this is just the first inkling of what Microsoft wants to do. Because EA, EA is, is, is a gigantic company, okay? And they make a lot of games, and they're, they have big players and big things, okay? Well, EA also has exclusive contracts, okay, that if... If a Microsoft purchased a company like that, they would kill and cut off all like Madden games, FIFA games, all that to all the other consoles, right? Think about that. Because right now, the biggest players that they're going up against is Amazon, Google Stadia, and PlayStation, okay? If they bought a game company like EA, Xbox now has basically the industry's Everybody. lockdown on all sports and everything, right? That way... Okay. Amazon wouldn't get any sports. Google Stadia wouldn't get any sports. Okay. PlayStation wouldn't get any sports games. FIFA, Madden, they would all be on Xbox. Now, I know people will push back and go, well, wait a minute. I would never play Xbox then. Well, you don't have to play Xbox because it's a stick on the back of your smart television that you're putting in and you could just play your Madden in anywhere, right? With Xbox, X Cloud, and Game Pass. I know I'm going deep down the hole. But I'm giving you a reason why I think this is going to happen. Okay. All right. So let's 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 throw some concrete on this on this on this uh, drywall. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so are we right seeing, are now, we seeing this year, we seeing this year, 
well they said late this year early next year so all right so let's let's call it let's so see i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking at what the net worth is of ea <clears throat> oh yeah this is easy this is easy it's it's a lot less than you think okay ea's net worth right now okay in 2020 is 5.5 billion dollars okay and that's why they want to release all these games to try to bump up their stock okay 5.5 billion dollars they can get more from that because of the exclusives they have with all the other companies and with, with right. the sports. You might think I'm crazy, chat. You might think I'm right, crazy, so but I, I'm it. giving some facts here. I'm giving some some evidence of why I think it's it's going to happen. All right, so I'm saying this year. I'm saying this year, third quarter. Uh, third quarter. So you're talking November, December, because the the fiscal year ends in January, in March for for them. Yeah, right. Third quarter, or February. Well, whatever. The, it, Third quarter of the year, not the financial year. Third quarter would be October. Uh, would be uh, September, October. I'm sorry. So yeah, September, October, November. August, September, October. <clears throat> or, yeah. or yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. Third quarter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're talking about July, August, September. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say November is October, November, December. They'll announce it. So you're you're saying third quarter as well. So we're fourth doing quarter. quarter. Fourth quarter for the year. You want fourth quarter? Yeah, fourth quarter is is October, November, December okay. in the in the year. Okay. okay. So and I think it, I'm gonna go out there because why why not? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's EA because that would be a huge that if, that would be a huge up, they, acquisition. Yeah, yeah. If they picked up EA, that's pretty much game set match. They don't have over half of all the gaming there is. Yeah, I don't know. I know chat's like, there's no way they're gonna do it. They'll ruin it. It doesn't matter if you think they're gonna ruin it. Right? Ruin what? What are they? What? What part? How ruined? can you ruin what I, I, EA I has just, more than EA has already ruined it? I saw some developer ruin a game completely from top to bottom, and it sold 13 million copies. It's not even. It's not even a blip on the radar for being ruined. What do you guys talk about ruin? Right? Everyone buys garbage, and they call it the the the, the crappiest game ever, but they still sell 13 million copies. So if the shittiest game of the year sold 13 million copies, then it doesn't matter anymore. People are going to buy whatever they want. Water, even if they do the 20, I, I'll go with you, $25 billion. I still think Microsoft makes that purchase. I still think they, because they'll make that, they'll make that back in no time with, with the microtransactions from FIFA and Madden alone. They would make that money back you, exponentially. You guys don't, you guys don't understand the, 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 the amount of money that's changing hands because of MTX. It's, it's incredible. The amount of money that they make. Wait till you see the. Wait till you see some quarterly uh, reports on what they made during the during the coup year, like the last quarter of the coup year. Wait till those reports come out. Yeah. So because because the... Activision Activision has to has to say it has to be in their quarterly reports. You'll see. Here. You'll see what the so numbers are. So as noted in the chart below, EA enjoyed a year over year growth of twenty seven percent. Microtransactions earning nine hundred ninety three million during the third fiscal year of quarter of twenty twenty of what. Of of that, three hundred seventeen million was profit, a sixteen percent growth. Okay, so they'll 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 make it they'll make that money back with the sales of the games plus the microtransactions on top of that over listen any ten years any large per any large purchase like that the the long term uh, financial burden is usually about five to six years is what they look like they look on returns over the five to six year period you don't get it back instantaneously no no, no. It, it's over a 10, got, 15 year got, period. No, bro. They return on investments quick. quick. Well, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, if they pay twenty twenty five billion dollars, that's going to be over ten to fifteen years. They'll make that. They'll recoup that money. 
I'm telling you, between five and six years recoup, recoup, that's what it is. When you buy a business, you're looking at a five, when you sell a business, you're looking at the, the future earnings for the next five years. So you want to make that money back within that time frame. Right. You're, 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 bar, you're barring against future investments of that business. If the company, if the company's worth five point, like you said, EA's, what'd you say EA was worth like five, five billion? Point, 5.5 billion. Right. Right. So that's over the next five years, right? They, 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 listen. If they're trying to, if, if Microsoft is trying to corner the market where you have to have Game Pass because it's a convenience, because we have all of these games and you have to have it in your house, then that's the way to do it. If I own it all, then you don't have a choice, right? There is no choice. Right. I think, uh, I think that's, uh, I don't know. I know it's far-fetched, but you know what? I like to go big. Not as big as the stock market, and that's the next story we're going to. Ah, you see how I did that? That's a good transition. Not as big as the stock market of GameStop. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to explain to what GameStop odd. Um, this is an odd stock situation explained. The article comes from Game Rant. So, <clears throat> all right. So naturally, those outside the world of the stock exchange can't help but wonder what's going on here. Okay, it turns out that subreddit is responsible for, for kicking off the movement to buy as much of GameStop stocks as possible, raising the value as it was uh, way means to short sellers on Wall Street, and they were using GameStop to turn a hefty profit, are now at risk of bankruptcy. The stock's value is still climbing, and it's hard to say when it will stop. In fact, it looks like GameStop situation is going to spread other companies before it wraps up. Now, this article, just to remind you, was eight hours ago. Since this article has happened, a lot's changed, but I'm just telling you what, what's happening and what this, what, the, what this actually is, okay? Now, the situation started in a very different place from where it is to begin. Not too long ago, GameStop stock was really low value, partially because of the short sellers. Investors who borrowed other people's stocks and sell them in hopes of buying them at later, later at a profit. Now, while short selling with the intent of lowering a stock value is common, and it went very far with the GameStop and the company was starting to lose value. All, all the while, the hedge fund managers busy short selling here were making lots and lots of money and the game store's expense. Now, everything changed when the investing subreddit called Wall Street Bets found out that about the situation. Now, Reddit users figured out how to sh uh, that the short sellers weren't investing wisely. They were trying to trade more GameStop stocks than three th than there were actual were on the market. At that point, there were 69 million shares, and they were selling 72 million shares. Okay. Now, Wall Street Bets took issue with the short sellers' practices, with jeopardizing GameStop's financially. In order to get back to short sellers, they encouraged as many players as possible, or as many people as possible, to buy GameStop stocks. Okay. The more stocks Wall Street Bets was uh, uh, sympathizers took off the market, the bigger the short sellers' financial hole became. Without stocks to trade to please their collaborators, they were nearing they were nearing bankruptcy. Now, GameStop's rocketing value comes at Wall Street Bets, and all the other buyers are going all in on GameStop. Now, the massively increased demand for the stock means that the value goes up tremendously. Layman investors are turning huge profits by boosting GameStop's value, and there's also simultaneously driving short sellers out of the market for engaging in the practice that Wall Street Bets is doing. Now, its allies consider predatorial. Now, short sellers are now trying to make their money back by doing the same thing that the people are doing to them. Other companies, however, the issue has gotten so much public attention that the casual investor are preparing to buy up whatever stocks possible to block the short sellers. So that's that's basically it, right? Now, it's hard to say if this means anything that GameStop in the long run. GameStop is just the vessel of what's happening here. They're just the vessel. It just so happens it's GameStop, and that's why we're talking about it, because we know what GameStop is. Sarge, 
what's going on here? Like, what what do you think is happening? And 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 uh, just to to bring it up, they stopped. Okay, so yesterday on my Discord, people started talking. They're like, "Hey, you should buy some stocks at AMC. You should buy some stocks in Bed Bath and Beyond. All these other companies that were being short sale, they were going up so much so that Robinhood and other companies stopped people from buying stocks today." Okay, which now is causing a lawsuit against Robinhood because people were stopping them from buying the actual stocks. So I might be part of a class action lawsuit because I I made an account and tried to buy a stock that I couldn't buy because they stopped me from buying it. Okay, so what do you think, Sarge? What's going on here? Well, uh, first of all, I have have to say this because this is the new earth that I'm not a financial advisor. I, I know I know a little bit about stocks because I took finance and I liked it. So here we go. The play of the game, okay, is this. Information about companies is supposed to be public. That's how it works. In the old days, only stock traders and and fir- and um, financial firms are the ones that have the information. So as a as a plebe, you would give your money to a financial advisor and they would invest the money for. You. Right. Nowadays, the information is more readily available because we have the internet and people are more savvy and they want to know what they're investing in. So people are doing their own research. They're buying their own stocks because of all these other companies that sprouted up over the last eight years or so where you can buy stocks without fees, right? Because the company itself is doing the fee thing in the background because they too are investing in stocks. So the play at GameStop is this. Wall Street was doing what it always does best is find a position to make money and bet against a business, publicize that the stock is no good via the media, via CNN, MSNBC, stock tracks, whatever, whatever financial medium there was. They sell, they buy short, they put out press releases that the stock is no good, and then the stock drops and they make money. That's a normal thing that they do. They bet against the business. And it's completely legal. It's a legal thing. Even though it sounds shitty, it is shitty, but it's a legal thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so now, savvy retail investors. Now, when I say retail investors, I mean like the plebes, like you and me, like small business guys, everyone who just is into the stock market, not big firms. They did their research, and a group of them looked at GameStop and said, hey, this looks strange. 80% of all the stock that GameStop has to buy is being shorted. Right. 80%. So the guys who are looking at it said, that seems interesting. Why would you buy 80% of the stock and short it? So they decided that they were going to make some money, just like Wall Street does. They found the research. They found what the information was. And they said, hey, guys, we should buy GameStop. They're in a they're in a a, a a normal chat room. It's a it's a website for people who are all like minded who are looking for stock advice. People are just talking to people, and they said, "Hey, we should buy GameStop," and so thus began the buying. Now the stock was at five dollars or six dollars back in like the beginning of January, some nonsense like that, and so the. The, the Wall Street firms were betting on the stock to collapse. They're trying to basically kill GameStop. They're right. trying to kill it, right? right. So, which, which it didn't need help. It was killing itself. Yeah, yeah, but they, <laughs> but they can make... But listen, Mike, before something dies, you can still make a nickel oh, from it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right? Okay, so that that's, that's the gist of it. Now, what ended up happening is 
like-minded individuals banded together and started buying GameStop. And they just kept they kept buying. Now remember, the guys who are the guys who are buying short don't actually buy the stock. Their way they make their money is they borrow the stock. I'm going to borrow the stock from you, bro, right? And then I wait for the price to go down and then I buy the stock. And so the where I borrowed it from to where I buy it from, the difference is the money I would make. Right. That's the that's the reverse of a normal stock, which is I buy stock at right. five. You're, when you're... it goes up, it goes up to ten. I make five dollars per share. This is the reverse. That's what Wall Street was doing. So the like-minded individuals They're betting against started, the war. Yeah. Start they, they started buying, they started buying GameStops, GameStop stock. Right. At this point, what ends up happening is as the price goes up, the Wall Street people can't make they can't sell back they can't give back the stock because then they, they would owe the money from the time that they borrowed it to the time that whatever the price happens to be at that point so at this point they're in trouble because they want the stock to go down so now more people buy it the word gets out and says we're going to stick it to wall street because this is what they do to us all the time right so more people started buying stock and more people started buying stock so now at one point last week Last week, I think it was uh, maybe it was like a week and a half ago. The firms that were involved in the short sale in the short sale were somewhere in the neighborhood of like two point seven billion dollars in the red if they sold at that point, because what they owe. Now you have to remember when you borrow, when you borrow a stock, just like if you borrow money, there's an interest rate attached. Right. And so the interest rate on the borrowed stock currently in this realm is twenty percent. Okay. So not only do they owe the money difference between where they borrowed it at, but they have to pay 20% on top. So at this point, word gets out and says it's, it, is now David, it is now David versus Goliath. And so everybody starts buying GameStop, who's a plebe, and wants to make some money. The stock at the end of last week was somewhere in the neighborhood of like $200, $250. And because the Wall Street gurus are in debt so badly. Here's the best part, guys. You can look up the story. I'm just giving you the gist. They're $2.7 billion in the red. So what ends up happening is they're about to collapse as a firm. The yeah. firm's about the to firm collapse. The firm's about to go under, yeah. Right? So they get bailed out, right? Wall Street bails out their buddy, right? So they cover them for the $2.7 billion. And Monday morning of this week, what does that firm do? They immediately go back and try to short the stock again. Right. They didn't learn their lesson. They got bailed out, and then they went back and tried to short the stock again. And now this time, everybody's behind <clears> the fact that they want GameStop to live because they all want to make money. Now, if you follow the stock trend for the week, you'll see that it goes up, it goes down, and it, it rockets. $500, guys. GameStop stock was worth $500. Now, well, it was more than that. Actually. In, 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 no, up to 500 was about what they hit. The, t the highest was about 500, right? So now what ends up happening is you and I both know that GameStop financially isn't worth $500 a share based on their business. It's just not. But the argument is what people's value is in the company, oh, what you feel yeah. the value is of the company. So they kept buying. And so the position that the Wall Street guys are in now is – they're they're up to their ass in debt for the stock. And so now if you watch TV the last four days, 
you'll notice how every piece of media is talking about how you should get rid of GameStop stock because it's going to collapse, it's going to fall. And immediately the Reddit countered by saying, hold the line, don't sell. They're selling to each other. They're trying to create a drop in the stock price so people panic and sell. Right. And everyone right, they're, they're, right they're, now, they're, the, they're the trying. Of, yeah, they're trying every the dirty thing in the book. Every trick they could possibly get to get you to sell the stock, everybody's holding firm. The stock dropped. There was a there was a peak. There was a peak at some point during today where it went really high, and then it dipped down really quick. Oh yeah. At at that point, at, that at, was the sell off. At, at two ten, yeah. it was four hundred and ninety two dollars a share, yeah. and it yeah. dropped off, and it went down yeah. to yeah, two thirty four. Yeah, that was all the management of GameStop thinking that there's no way this stock is worth this much, so I'm going to sell my stock now. Oh my god. And, and, yeah. yeah. Can you That's imagine? Can you imagine? Think about this for a second. I'm sorry to interrupt. You're a GameStop manager. You're hating fucking life. You show up every single day. People are yelling yeah. at you, flipping off thing. It's ma'am. It's ma'am. Right? They're yelling yeah. at you in the thing, knocking over your, your shit in your stores. You have stock options for 15 years that you've been there. Yep. And now you're fucking rich. Right. You are fucking Absol rich and you are you sell. selling. You are selling. You sell. Right? You sell. Because their stock, right. when they gave it to him, was probably like thirty-three cents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So now, what happened? What happened over the last twenty-four hours is very interesting, because that the Wall Street guys are so in debt, they made phone calls, and of course, this is how it works. And so all the all the apps that allowed people to sell and buy stocks on their phone cut off the ability for them to buy stock. They're not allowed to buy. They could sell, but they couldn't buy. Right. I wonder why that is. I wonder why that I can only allow it to sell, but I can't buy. So right now, <laughs> right now, the shit is about to hit the fan. Because you cannot just turn the can't just turn off people's accounts and say, I'm sorry, you can't buy anything right now. Yeah, We're that's, having that's the fucked up part right there. That, that, that's the first one. They stop you from buying and then they shut down uh, Wall Street Bets this uh, Discord site. Because they said it was hate speech. Whatever right. it not took, because of fraudulent stuff, right? Yeah, the, another, the, right? hate speech. So they had to take them down. Whatever it takes to keep you not to do the same thing that they're doing. I'm telling you guys, this is a precedent you have to follow. I'm not saying get involved in the stock, okay? But what I'm saying is this is what happens when the average guy learns how the system works and does the same play that the suits do and this is what happens when they find out that they can't control you anymore <clears throat> then they change the rules you guys should follow the story because it's not just about GameStop right now this is about multiple stocks multiple things that can happen throughout the year because people are getting together and saying we're tired of Wall Street gambling against people to make money while the rest of us sit back a lot of guys are going to get rich off this and a lot of Wall Street guys are getting fired that is for damn sure. Oh, George, we are definitely getting a feature film out of this. This is this is written. This is Hollywood written all over. This is a Netflix special, right? That's going to come out 2022. Okay, it's going to be the the actual stories of what happened. Yeah, this is this is. What's I mean, happened. this is this is a very serious thing. This is not a joke anymore. This is a very serious thing. Just to watch, you guys should just watch what's happening because this is a big deal. This is how. This is how new things are started and how old things die as far as <clears throat> financial systems. Well, I got an email from Robinhood, and 
in the email, it says, an update on the market conditions. It's been a tough day, and we're grateful for you to be a Robinhood customer. In light of our extraordinary market conditions this week, we're temporarily limiting buying for this certain stocks. Starting tomorrow, we, Illegal. Pla we plan to allow limited buys of these securities, and we continue Illegal. to monitor this situation, and we make adjustments as needed. This was a temporary decision made to the best continue serving you, and it was not an easy one to make. No, you're getting sued now. We know it's led to frustration and confusion, and we wanted to provide some clarity. As a brokerage firm, we have many financial requirements, including SECs, net capital obligation, and clearinghouse deposits. Some of these requirements uh, fluctuate based on volatile uh, of the markets and can be subsidized uh, substantially in current uh, environment. These requirements exist to protect investors and the markets that we take responsibilities to com to com comply and seriously include through the measurements that we've taken in today. To be clear, this decision was not made on the direct of any market marker. We route on any other marketing participants. Sure. And, uh, and the past participants have shown us that the financial markets are for everyone, not just into uh, intellectual investors and hedge funds. We've seen a new generation enter the market and we're speaking of conversations and about Good night, buddy. Uh, and we we stand in support of you and our customers uh, decriminalizing finances for all means, giving more people access, not less. That's the email I got from from them. Sorry, uh, Fox. I got your I got your comment there. The big wigs shutting down wars or nightly news with the new shitty that that crap. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 shitty. So. Yeah, so they're basically they're now Robin who's going to go get sued. They'll probably go under because of all the people they stopped you, from. You, you just you just can't turn off the market for certain people. You just can't stop that. That's not it's not legal. It's not legal. There's 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 stop gaps in the system, like to, to prevent crashes when people sell off a bunch of stuff. It'll stop selling. Everyone's allowed. Everyone just the the system automatically says no one's allowed to trade right now. The market's going crazy, right? But you can't say selectively. Uh, your apps aren't working. You can't buy, but everybody else can buy, but you can sell. It's okay. Like that shit doesn't fly. All right. But you know, somebody in Wall Street made a phone call to Robinhood. That's what that is. Right. Mm -hmm. Someone, someone's going to take the fall. But once again, the guy, let's, let's be honest, Mike, the guy who takes the fall is he gets a nice balloon payment. Oh yeah. And uh, he stops working. It's like working away. for the mob. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's set. It, it's it it's it's very sad, guys. This is an adult thing to talk about during a, a video game podcast. I understand, but this is the real deal. This is the real world now, and it's a good taste of what things are like. And it's using GameStop, something you guys are intimately known or, or intimately know, to to connect it, so you guys understand what's going on. Like, let, let's be honest. GameStop is the stock's worth like sixteen bucks, twenty bucks tops. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it so, was it was eighteen dollars before all this started. Yeah. It was eighteen dollars before this all started. But 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 value sometimes is value of what you believe in, not value of the actual financial report. Because if it was actually something to believe in, then you wouldn't have you would not have put eighty percent of all stocks and shorting it, hoping the business would die. Now, so what what I find hilarious is as soon as the system works against Wall Street, the system that they put in place. Now the rules have to change. We need oh, regulation. Yeah. There's there's going to be all new regulations and regulations, stuff. Oh, yeah. Regulations are coming all of a sudden because what they did for the last 30 years was completely cool. But as soon as somebody else figures out the game, yep. we got to change the rules. Well, it's funny. Move it's, the goalposts. It's, it's, it's funny because 
this right here, this right here, the phone has changed everything, right? Oh, absolutely. So many jobs were lost because this device was created, right? But other but so jobs, right, so many other jobs came to fruition, okay? And now everybody with one of these can play the market. I don't yeah. need a I don't need a broker. I don't need anybody, yep. right? Before and, you before you had to go to somebody to invest your money, right? And now you open up an app, attach your account, and then that's it. You can start paying, you can you can start playing. And now it's going to be an all regulation and all all these things are going to change. It's it's interesting. It's very interesting to see what happens. This is actually Occupy Wall Street, but it's working. Right. Occupied Wall this Street is, before this, this is, this is actually hurt, working. This is how you hurt them. This right. is how you get yes. attention. Yes, before yes. it was just a bunch of people on the street. Yes. Now it's actually in the in the in the trenches. This is war. Yes. This is actual war. It's happening, but in a different type of war format. No guns. It is, it is a financial. It's a financial yeah. war. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So that's that story. All right. So uh, let's see. We got the GameStop thing that was going on. Uh, oh, Discord. We talked about the Discord ban. Uh, let's see. We got we got Sea of Thieves. We talked about Sea of Thieves. We talked about Marvel, uh, Rocket League. We got we already got this one. Microsoft. We talked about that one. Rocket League has got a uh, Rocket League announces a Super Bowl event. Rocket League announces an NFL Super Bowl 55 celebration coming to the, the game next month with a new game mode, event challenge, and more. Psionic Epic Games' highly uh, intense car meets soccer game, Rocket League, has been on the roll lately, regularly bringing players to new content in forms of rotating game modes, limited time events, and more. Coming fresh off the announcement on February 1st, update bringing uh, Fennec decals in the revamped esports shop. The online multiplayer game is bringing us fans a huge new collaboration. The Super Bowl undoubtedly is one of the biggest annual sporting events in the U.S., pitting the NFL's top two teams against it. Okay, let me pass that. Sonic has now announced that NFL Super Bowl 55 celebration is coming to Rocket League, bringing all new game mode and new event challenges in return of the NFL Fan Pack, a DLC pack that comes with the Octane decals for all 32 NFL teams and the brand new game mode uh, gridiron and uh, decorative Rocket League classic champion fields with 50-yard lines and NFL logo featuring some of the new rules inspired by the thing. So let me bring this up on the screen so you guys can see. Let me, uh, I don't want to put the, the volume, but but this is the new game mode that's going to be happening. It's like a football field now. It's shaped as the NFL. You know, they got the NFL logo, big sponsors, got all the decals on there. Um, so yeah, this is, this is basically, it's just a, it's just a loop. It's a new game mode that's going to happen, but they decorated it as, uh, the NFL theme. The gridiron game mode will, will be a four on four match and transform a championship field arena, replacing the rocket ball with American football. Whenever players touch the ball, it will attach to the roof of their vehicle, allowing the football to inspired handoff of, and, and steals. The ball can then be passed between players by dodging and players and who carry the ball can jump once. The, the double jump dro uh, drops the ball. Players can score three points by passing the ball into the opponent's goal or seven points if they carry the ball into the goal. Additionally, players would wander out on the bounds and will fumble the ball. It's actually pretty cool. I think this is pretty interesting. You're changing, you're changing the dynamic of the game. I can just run the ball in. Uh, people are going to just ram the game, run the ball in. No, the when you get hit, you lose it. Bounce off walls and knock, yeah, yeah. And knock yeah, yeah. the ball well, in. That was the whole I point. Think they'll do, I think they'll do a pretty good job. Although Rocket League is no stranger to limited time game modes, Gridiron seems to be one of the most involved modes yet. Players who compete 
with three new event challenges can earn the Gridiron Guru player title, an NFL Wheels, and also a whopping 20,000 XP, and the NFL Super Bowl 55 celebration will last from February 2nd to the 8th, and the NFL Fan Pack will be available on Rocket League in-game shop for 800 credits. Ever since entering the new free-to-play format, Rocket League has seen incredible success, with thousands of players enjoying the game online at a time, and the game's second season has brought a wide variety of content for fans and continues to do so. It'll be interesting to see how Rocket League uh, comes in the coming months. I don't know. I have always liked Rocket League, and you know what? We're, we're going to check it out. We're going to check it out and play it. So suit up, chat. We're going to play this right here on YouTube.com. Okay, We're going to play some from Rocket League between the 2nd and the 8th. I don't know when. But we should get we should get people together and we should we should do a all all, all together. I think it's it's a cross play. I think it's cross play uh, across all the things. Chad, is that true? Is it cross play across all the all the all the things? So I think it's uh it's a good thing. I think we're uh, Rocket League is always fun. I my son and I were at a restaurant and he was facing the television and I was facing away and he goes, Dad, what's that? And I turned around. And I go, I'm like, is that ESPN? And they were doing a tournament of Rocket League on ESPN. I'm like, man, times are hard. Right, yep. like that—that that, <laughs> yep. that Rocket League is on primetime television, okay, on ESPN yep. at, at a point. I was like, "Holy Christ!" All right, so that's uh, we 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 got that. That's the uh, we got that one done. All right, G four. We got we got the Rocket League. That was at nine thirty. Come on, Olivia! Come on, <laughs> Olivia! <laughs> Come on, Olivia. She's not coming back. She's a movie star now, Sarge. Uh, 944. We got uh, G4. Tank top and yoga pants. Come on, Olivia. <laughs> ESPN Diocho. That's right. G4 confirms the return of Attack of the Show and X-Play. G4 will return this summer and now confirms the popular programs Attack of the Show and X-Play will be making a comeback. Now, when G4 Channel ended in 2014, it marked the end of what gamers at the time considered the best channel in video game content on television. The channel then has now known as much of the comedy as well as the gaming news coverage in popular shows like Attack of the Show and X-Play, finding large audiences during primetime audiences. G4 revealed in 2020 that it'll be also returning in 2021, and the latest announcement confirms that Attack of the Show and X-Play will be part of the programming this year. Now, G4 TV launches in 2002, a week-long marathon of the arcade game classic Pong that followed by the stream programs aimed primarily at young adult males that cover all things gaming. Uh-oh. Is that a young adult males? Are, are they are they majority white? Because people are going to freak out if the majority of people watching video games on G4 is white audiences that, that they hate. White gamers that live in their basement <laughs> with neck beards. I'm just missing the basement. That's all I'm missing. I'm just missing the basement. Shows on G4 TV featured personalities such as Adam Sessler, Morgan Webb, Olivia Munn, Kevin Pereira, and plenty of others. The G4 channel was dead for six years until the Twitter account G4 attacked the show and X-Play came back to, allow, to announce its return on the network. What do you think, Sarge? We've talked about this before. How does this, how does G4 come back and survive in a realm of Twitch and YouTube where everyone, when they went off air, YouTube presidents chaos of, of was chaos. YouTube's presence of, of people that were game journalists, okay, and, and content creators weren't as massive as they are now. So how do they stand apart from everybody else? All right. So somebody do you know do you know who's in charge? Does it say who's in charge of the of the of the actual G4 thing well, right now? Well the actual the the the, uh, the head of it right now is Blair Herder. The guy who was one of the on-air personalities that used to be on uh, uh, X-Play. Okay, so 
here's here's how I look at it. There there's so much, and I mean this across the entire spectrum of media, not just video games. It all it's all inclusive. There is so much misinformation and disinformation going on right now between Twitter, YouTube, mm. Facebook, that if they were to start an actual show, I like where you're going. That did that did actual journalism. Yep. Actual, about, actual about journalism. Ga- about about gaming and tech. Not just not just gaming, but like the way it was originally, where it's like uh, anything tech and gaming. Okay? And they actually did stories and they had segments and they had interviews and they talk about the processes and they actually did journalism. Now, they don't have to be on every day initially because they wouldn't have enough content for that. But if they were on, let's say, twice a week, okay, just to make sure they cover the stories, I think that it would work because people would start to want to watch something that's credible because right now nothing's credible. We're barely credible, okay? Right. I don't, I, don't, I don't talk a bunch of shit unless I know something, but at least I'll double-check myself before I say it. We're barely credible, right? At least they would be credible. I wouldn't take anything we say pers- uh, like, as, as fact. We, well, we, we, I ne- we never, we never uh, say it first fact. Of all, first of all, I'm walking around with salt shakers all day long, right? I'm not saying, I'm not saying <laughs> what I'm saying is, is 100% all the time, but... I base my opinions off of what I've read and what yeah. the, the facts actually are. All right. I'm, I'm reading through here. Olivia Munn's in talks. She might be coming back for Attack of the Show. That's got to hurt Olivia Munn, right? She left the show, became Scion in X-Men, and then like an actual actress in uh, the um, the HBO show. What was that news? news uh, what the hell was that show called? Chat? What was that show called on uh, on HBO? God, I love that show, and I can't even think of it now. She actually was good on that show, and I can't remember the goddamn show now. Which one? It was a new show with uh, Olivia Munn was on it. They actually, it was, God, I can't think of the actual name. It was on HBO. It, it ended like three, four years ago. Oh, how many? Oh, God, what was that show called? Chat. I can't think of it. It'll, 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 news, news, what, what station? News, it was on HBO. It was on HBO. News. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't think of the name. Uh, anyway, she was on that, and she did really news good. Newslight, news, Newsday. News, I, I know what you're yeah, talking about. You it, don't, it's, have to, it's, don't, it, don't hurt your brain. Broadcast news. That's the movie. That's not broadcast news. It, it, broadcast I, news is the movie. But uh, anyway. Uh, I, I love the show. I used to love that show. I, I like a lot of heavy dialogue do- shows. But I thought Olivia Munn did a, did a great, great job switching from Attack of the Show to actual parts, right? Even even in uh, in X-Men, she had a small part, but she still did a really good job. Um, I hope she comes back. She was always entertaining, and she's easy to look on the eyes. You know what I mean? So uh, other than that, I think G4... I like the way you said it, though. I think if they come back on... And they do actual news, like they're the viable source. They can separate the newsroom. Thank you, George. News, That's yeah, it. Yeah. Newsroom. Newsroom. Yes. Um, they if they could do that, they could separate themselves from everybody else because then everybody else would just watch them to get the news and then spread that news, right? So, 
I think that's uh, I think that's Nick. A... Nick, she doesn't need to be naked. You have to understand. <laughs> you, your imagination, your imagination can connect the dots. Have you ever watched Spanish station weather? Right, like that's that's the goal. I want Olivia Munn to wear what they wear on the Spanish station's weather girl. Like that's that's the victory. Like you don't need to be naked. You don't need the whole show. The tease has got to be there. You can connect the dots. Right. This way, they don't get rid of her. Like, she stays on the show. You can't have her accidentally do a world drop malfunction. There'll be a whole big thing, and then she's gone forever. <laughs> you wanted her to be on there all the time. Right. Right. All right. Uh, let me see what other stories. Oh, here's a story I want to talk about. This is actually I'm just I'm a telling you, man, Latin, Latin news random, weather. Like, this, you guys are bored. This Latin is a news ran, random story here. Lord of the Rings Lego build sets new world record with 150 million pieces. A team of 50 people worked for three years and used 150 million bricks to create this record-setting masterpiece. The Guinness Book of World Records was certified another achievement. This is the largest Lego mini brick build ever, and the construction itself is the Lord of the Rings theme diorama. The epic design that you can see in the video below was built by a team of 50 designers who used an astonishing 150 million pieces to construct the set and took the builders three years. The diorama is also inspired by the battles of various battles depicted in Lord of the Rings and truly a sight to behold. It boggles the mind to think about the time, effort, and planning it was required to pull this off in such a feat creative, uh, creatively and, and engineering. Okay, so I'm going to show this to you and you're going to be like, what the hell? Okay, there's not being any music, but... Here you go. You can watch this as we as we look through it. And uh, this is all Lego stuff, by the way. This is this is a whole exhibit. But that right there, this is all Legos. They built all of Lord of the Rings battles. Look how big and ridiculous this is. I love shit like this. I absolutely love stuff like this. Now they have to up themselves. They have to make all of Game of Thrones. I'm not going to take anything less. They have to make all of... Game of Thrones, everything that's there. Okay, this this is I'm looking, literally. I'm looking at a zoo. I'm looking at a zoo. What am I looking at? No, well, you, you're oh. you're behind. Oh, oh, yeah. What this the... this is absolutely. What the? What? <laughs> this is absolutely insane. Are we? Ser... Where where is this? Where this, is this? This is. I think this is in China or, or Japan. Japan. There's a whole museum of Legos there. And this is just my my brain hurts. How many square feet? I don't know if they tell you what the square foot is. I I would love to just. This is insane. God, I, I would love to just jump in there and play. <laughs> I just I just want to go play with it. Okay, and absolutely insane. You know, maybe I'm, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to open up a museum of Legos and have people... I'm going to charge a mission for people to come in and just, just check it out. This is insane. Look at that lava. It's good, man. It's good stuff. That I looks like it's got to be about 50 feet by like 100 and something there feet. There you go. They have the largest interlocking plastic bricks is 2,060 feet by 71 inches achieved. There you go. It's on the screen there. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very white maleish to me. <laughs> George. Oh man. That's insane though. It's very very cool. Very cool stuff. Yeah. So That's that's uh 2000 square feet. 
That's insane. Yeah, it's good stuff. I love it. All right, so the Lego diorama, that's at uh, 950. All right, let's see. Do we have any other stories? We got the stock. Man, I, I didn't think we were going to do it. We got we got a lot of uh got a lot of stuff here. I think that's it. The other the other the other stories I don't really have to talk about. I mean, there's the Capcom report record profits. It's not a big deal. I mean, Capcom uh, reported a, uh, let's see, we're at, uh, the report covers the results of nine months ending in December 31st. The states that net sales were at 64,867 million, up 22%. Operating income was 22, 24 million yen, up 32%. And ordinary income was 24 million yen, 28%. So, oh, uh, what I like, what I'd like to do before we before we sign off is for those of you that are keeping track of the year of the remaster, which we which I discussed last year, and now it's January twenty eighth. So, currently, right now, it's almost the end of January. There's two official games <clears throat> that are out right now that are remastered and out. The first one is Full Throttle. It was made by Lucas Arts from back in the day. So, if you guys are keeping tabs, write that one down. And the other one that's official out right now is final fantasy 8 the remake is out so mark that down on your personal sheets so everybody is keeping track with us as we as we count down the year of the remaster as we me, me and 30 called out last year was going to be because there's too much cluster fucking going on for them to release any game so it's going to be the year of the remaster so I... it's january it's january 28th and we already have two so Let's make sure that we're keeping scores and we'll, we'll, we'll follow this throughout the year. So I, I also want to bring up this. If, if you guys are not aware of this, uh, tomorrow we love watching the dev streams uh, of Marvel. Now, I, 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 it's nothing against. I actually really like Phil. Phil's a, a good guy uh, from Crystal Dynamics. He's one of the head uh, devs there. Okay. Every week they do a dev stream for Marvel Avengers. And I think they're going to get roasted tomorrow because of, of what's happening. There's going to be some good stuff. But what we have done is we've created a bingo card, okay? And you're all welcome to join me. I'm going to go live tomorrow over on twitch.tv, okay? At twitch.tv. Uh, we're going to go live tomorrow at 5, uh, five o'clock, okay? At 5 o'clock, we are going to watch the live stream, and we've created a, a, a thing. Now, on this bingo chart, we're going to play as a community. I think this is going to be pretty fun. Now, they probably won't ever let me interview them after this unless they have a good sense of humor, and then they'll come on the show. But, but we're so, all going to have the same card. Yeah, this is the and same card. We're all going to be listening. We're right. all going to be listening. Yeah, so all, we all have to know. Right. We're all going to be playing. Where it's a commutative bingo card. Okay. I put them on there. We got the free spots. The thirty and still gaming free spot. Okay. Now the top spot says that is something we might be interested in doing. Sorry, guys. Uh, we're looking into it. I'll pass it along. We're excited about that. Internet issues. Still waiting for matchmaking. You're the best. Uh, we, uh, where are you from? Where are you all from? Still working on it. I will I will let the team know. It's something we're interested in. We got the free space. Something about fixing Hulk. Someone's going to say about fixing Hulk. Now, the devs, the people on the actual stream actually have to say these things, okay? It's not the chat. It's not the chat. Like, the actual devs are going to be saying it. We might be doing something similar to that, okay? Not at this time. We're working on getting set dates. It's coming soon. We're working from home. Not sure about that. A fix is coming. 
mentions Lejeune, right? If they just say, hey, Lejeune, something Lejeune, that's a, that's a spot. Sorry for the late start. Firm release date and MCU skins. That's the card. We got to try to see how many bingos we get. Okay. Right. It's not, it's not, we don't think that you guys are not going to get bingo. We, <clears throat> my guess is there's 12 ways to win. My guess is eight. I, I'm saying you guys are going to hit this bingo eight times. We're going to see. Right. So this is the 30 and still gaming bingo created by all of you guys in chat earlier today with all, I didn't, I didn't put one, I didn't put one thing on here. This is all you. The free space is mine. That's, that's about it. Okay. So when we watch the, the stream tomorrow, anytime we get one on the board, Okay, you got you, to be paying attention because the word he talks fast. You got to make sure right. you guys catch it. You got to let me know, and then we'll mark it on the sheet. We'll mark it on the sheet, and as we mark it on the sheet, then that's when we have bingo. And when we have bingo in the dev stream, anybody that's in there that's watching the bingo card has to say bingo. Okay, they'll be lost. They'll be completely lost. Okay, but we're gonna have some fun because I do love. I do love the community in, in Marvel Avengers. I'm not making fun of it in any way, shape, or form. I'm 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 embracing I'm embracing what the dev streams have become. They've become a sort of meme to themselves because they're always having internet issues. They always are, it's it's just a fun time. I go in there, I get my 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 answers for my questions that I ask. But we're gonna have some fun. So if you want to watch it live, uh, we're gonna make the live streams just a little bit more interesting with uh with Thirty and Still Gaming's dev bingo card for crystal dynamics all right so if you guys want to be a part of that you guys can uh come tomorrow is this, is this tomorrow tomorrow this tomorrow tomorrow at five yeah tomorrow at five tomorrow at 5 p.m yeah 5 p.m oh uh, i won't even, i'll be at work yeah. <clears throat> so all caps bingo so we can distinguish it that's right if you're in my community and you're in that community Anytime we hit something, you got to say bingo. They'll be like, why is everyone saying bingo? Okay. And then this is what we'll do. Okay. And it'll be up on the screen. Everyone can see it. Their stream will be on the screen. We're, it's going to be, it's going to be perfect. All right. I'll go, I'll go live a little early tomorrow and then we'll, we'll get it done. All right. So I, I appreciate it. We're going to have some fun. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to have some fun with that. Uh, Generation X gaming episode 249 is in the can. I do appreciate you very much. For coming out and watching or listening, if you're watching in the background, if you guys could do me a favor, engage, engage with the content that we've just done. Hit that like button, hit the dislike button. I don't care what you do. Comment in the sections down below. All right. Just make sure you do something about it. There's a lot more than 25 people that I see that hit the like button in here. So make sure you hit that like button because you, if you've been here for more than, an, I don't know, two minutes, you're interested in what we're talking about, right? You were entertained in some way, shape, or form, if that's in a good way or a bad press, way. Press one of them. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care which one you press. I, I, I think I think that the number should match. It should just be 41, <laughs> mix of thumb up and thumb yeah. down. I don't care. Just, yeah. just press it. I, I, I don't like you. Yeah. I don't like you. You're all right. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. Press I, it. Just, just press a button. Okay. Press it. If you like us, hit that subscribe button. And if you really like us, you can hit that join button. Okay, and you can call Sarge. Okay, you can follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. You can follow me at Thirty and Still Gaming on Twitter. Uh, as always, you can f hit that subscribe button right here on Thirty and Still Gaming on YouTube. Now, this stream is over, but I'm going to go live right after this, and we're going to play some Division Two. So, if you like Division Two and you like talking about games and you like hanging out with some old grouchy old men here, okay? Because it doesn't matter if you're sixty, doesn't matter if you're eighty, doesn't matter if you're twenty. We've all been playing games almost the exact same time. 
It started in the late 70s, early 80s, and we're all... So the, you only can be playing games the longest 40 years. That's the oldest and youngest, okay? So come on by, hang out. It's all right, Gator. It's a good episode. You can watch it. It's going to go live for you right after I, I'm, I'm done uh, hitting it. So appreciate everyone coming out. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Thank you. that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.